looking off into the distance like the great crusader he is. <laughs> it's 25 minutes after the hour here on the Drought Large Radio Show. We're continuing with Ed Nail, chairman of the Coalition of New Hampshire Taxpayers. And uh, that I'll tell you, that group does a lot, whether it's right to know or <laughs> what you need to know about your you know, your budget meetings, your deliberative sessions, your town meetings. It's, they are the local watchdog on New Hampshire uh, uh, state uh, and local issues. And, of course, vote fraud is a big part of what they do, cnht.org. So we'll have a new website up shortly with uh, oh. real easy to find, easy to read. When they say there's no such thing as a domicile, we can show you that's, that's a law. <laughs> you know, the domicile law, I'll show you the court cases. So you'll have them right there because a lot of what – is involved in voter fraud is just lying you know like uh whatever you're doing is voter suppression well no it's not it's actually protecting the, the rights of voters that actually live in the state of new hampshire right so it's you're always facing the big lie they just keep it up keep it up keep it up so having your own facts is a handy thing to have you know it's like here's the court case how am i wrong here's another court case how am i wrong here's right. how they do it in other states so, so big big revision to the website yep cool and we're doing other stuff, too. By the way, your webmistress, Jane, yeah. wanted to know whether or not your archives would remain available once we uh, bring the show to a close. Okay. So we can tell webmistress Jane, yes. Yes, okay. We can dig into those and spread them around. They're like a poison pill. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I got, are we doing voter fraud now? Yes, we are. All right. I didn't hear the... the uh, Oh no, we 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 adhere slavishly to our, you know, we only play it at the appointed time. Okay. All right. Well, I have for starters, I have this uh email I keep getting these from being out to California. Somehow some I got on a list. Ah. It says, "Hi Ed, you're interested in how local elections are conducted in California came to mind when I read the article below." I forget the name of this person who sends it to me. It's oh, Laura Brill, a certified appellate socialist, I'm sorry, specialist and co-founding. <laughs> that was a complete accident. Uh, co-founding partner at Kendall, Brill, and Kelly, LLP, who writes regularly about democracy and legal issues. Mm. So here we go. A lawyer's guide to voter registration in California. With closely watched races in Virginia and New Jersey now over, the 2018 midterm elections will focus on enormous amount of attention, uh, attention for the next 12 months. May contests are expected to be decided by razor-thin margins, and voter registration rates will play I've got this spelled wrong. Critical role in ensuring that democratic principles function properly in our city, town, and, and county elections. But here's some of the changes. One, Californians can register to vote online. The Secretary of State has made it oh, um, that's a nightmare. very useful and easy-to-use websites. I imagine they're in 50 different languages. Available mm-hmm. in many different – oh, here we go. Many different languages in which voters can get the most of their questions answered and have access to most of what they need to know about voting. That's uh, – no need to go on out. Two, here's my one of my favorites. 16 and 17-year-olds can now pre-register to vote. Most of us learned in civics classes that you have to be 18 in order to vote. That may be true, but in California, citizens can pre-register when they're 16 or 17. If what? they do, do so, they'll be automatically registered to vote when they turn 18. The Secretary and of states, course, thanks to a system glitch, when they're you know when they're seventeen, they'll get to go and vote because they'll magically show up on the list. Remember, anybody who can register you electronically can vote for you electronically. Yeah. That's coming. Uh, uh, offers the opportunity to pre-register online. Includes many resources that schools can use to publicize and help their students pre-register. So now, campaigns are in, going to be in high schools. As of January two thousand seventeen, California allows same-day voter registration. 
Mm-hmm. Another effort to encourage electoral uh, participation in, in a, is a recent law that will allow same-day registration under Elections Code 2170. Fourteen days before an election, through Election Day, a voter can fill out a conditional voter registration. So you can just, it's conditional. Uh, votes, of course uh, it is. Votes associated with a conditional registration will be included in the vote count upon verification of eligibility by the Secretary of State. They're not going to verify anything. <laughs> They're going to win, and then you have to take them to court. This same-day voter registration is, is in English. It's called same-day voter fraud. <laughs> That's what allows us to have so many out-of-state voters here is same-day voter registration. And mm-hmm. the inability or the uh, lack of uh, follow-up on the people who voted here illegally. Four, registration requires a driver's license or state ID number for the last or the last four digits of a Social Security number. Voter ID laws are rut- routinely in the news, mostly with the theme of baseless allegations of voter fraud being used in a cynical effort to disenfranchise voters on the other side. That's a nice little, uh, let me see, editorializing of what a lawyer needs to know about election <laughs> law, right? <laughs> California has not joined that bandwagon. No, they have wholesale vote voter fraud by millions. Uh, Registration requires a driver's license. That's Mexican, uh, Colombian, doesn't matter. Uh, State ID are the last four digits of a social security number, which you wouldn't have if you weren't a citizen of California. So I don't know how they're going to supply those. Mm -hmm. In most cases, California voters, uh, our voters are not required to show identification to a polling place worker before casting a vote. Yeah, of course not. First time voters in federal elections, now remember this, federal elections, because there's laws the federal government has California can steal all the votes they want inside their own state. But once you start voting in federal elections, there's U.S. Code 52. That's why they mention this just a little bit. First-time voters in federal elections and voters who appear in person after registering to vote by mail may also need to provide proof of identity at the polls. But most other voters need not provide ID at the polls. California accepts many different forms of proof of identity where such proof is required. Where such proof is required. Depends on what polling place you go to. Like in Philadelphia, where they have clubs, you know. The, right. The, the, yeah. right. Um, five, this is a good one. Automatic voter registration is coming to the DMV, but is not here yet. The 2015 legislature enacted the California New Motor Voter Registration <laughs> to make voter registration easier. The law provides that DMV, uh, that DMV driver's license and state identification application forms. And just to be clear, it's, it's make it easier to cheat. Absolutely. This, this is all designed to let somebody who doesn't live in California or multiple votes by, by one person. Yeah. Upon completion, DMV will provide uh, the information to the Secretary of State, blah, 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 blah. Registering, to, uh, as, registering as no party preference might prevent participation in a presidential primary. Mm. Uh-oh. That yeah. means people who aren't in your party won't be able to choose your party's representation. Mm. Voters who identify themselves as having no party preference when they register to vote can now account uh, for, which now accounts for 25% of all registered voters in California. While Californians may like the feeling of individuality and openness that this designation implies, it also comes with drawbacks. Specifically, the political parties can define who can vote in their presidential primary elections. While Democrats in California have consistently allowed no party preference voters to cast ballots in Democrat presidential primaries, Republicans have not, wisely have not. Right. And the parties can change the relevant rules from one election cycle to the next. So there's no guarantee of how such registration may affect primary participation in the years. It's going to be designed to rub out one party. 
Uh, we have a long way to go to improve registration rates. These reforms should help improve political participation in California. Improve they registration not rates? Yeah. Among this is, whom? This is a complete fraud. It's uh, California is, is going down the tubes, and it is a, it's a red flag to the other states. When you see this stuff that California is implementing in your state, like same-day voter registration like we have, yeah. you know, that is an attempt to steal right. elections. And we know we have 5,500 people who registered to vote and voted same day just from one day, one day alone. That was November 8th of 2016. 5,500 people voted using an out-of-state driver's license, including California. Mm. Voted here, and 10, 12 months later, have not gotten a driver's license in this state. You would have to believe that 5,500 people voted and quit driving and <laughs> sold their car. <laughs> no, that's 5,500 people who did not belong here. And there is no. And uh, some of these articles also says that uh, it's perfectly legal to live in another state and vote in New Hampshire. That's something you'll hear over and over again. A lot well, of them. I mean, even Bill Gardner, when I interviewed him in October of 2012 mm. in our super secret broadcast location above Jock's Flower Shop, was was pushing back against some of the stuff that the court was doing and what because he said he was getting inquiries emails from people in California who wanted to know how they could register to vote because their vote would mean more in New Hampshire than in California. Right. I mean, if you live in California and you're, uh, well, if you're a Democrat in California, you know you're going to win your seat. I mean, it's an 80% return. So, uh, I mean, on every election, you're going to get 80, 90% of the votes because the way it's gerrymandered and because of the way the the votes are counted and the voter check, non-existent statewide voter database, which is useless. When I met with um, Linda Payne and Ruth... Oh, geez, I'm going to forget. Ruth Ward, I think it was, in California when I went out there for their voter. Uh, now, Ruth Ward is a senator from District 8. That's that's how I know it's not Ruth Ward. <laughs> it's Ruth and Diane. Ruth and Diane from California. When I, when I met them, uh, they're they're part of the uh, California Voter Integrity Project. So if you look that up on the Internet, you'll see what they've been up to. But they have tracked a million voters in 10 counties outside of L.A. and I think a million voters in L.A. Mm-hmm. using this the brand-new statewide voter database which has been was required in 2004 2005 they just finally got it so california was hoping that you know by now hillary clinton would be president Mm -hmm. this would all be perfectly legal and within a few minutes or hours the republican party would all opposition would be gone that's how totalitarians work when they get a chance to run elections this is this be like an election in venezuela no different Mm-hmm. So that's what we have. That's coming to California. It's, it's in California now. But it wouldn't surprise me. Californians are thinking, well, my vote doesn't count here anymore. I mean, the same people are going to get elected. There's no opposition. There's no way they can win. How can I use my vote now? New Hampshire. That's why you would get a call from other states saying, how can I vote in your state? So that's that's the way it works. So we know we have 5,500 at least, and that's from that one day. And my estimate, there's another 7,500 out there could easily be found when uh, when yeah. Steve Bannon was at that dinner the other night. Yeah. I'll pay for, he said, I got the money. I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll pay for another check to see how many people from out of state use a driver's license and have not gotten one here. And I'm, I'm absolutely sure we can pick up another 7,500 real easy. Right. You're talking from prior elections. From prior elections. Oh, the, right. no, the presidential yeah. primary, from for the example. primary, just yeah. months before. Yeah. So – that's it's out there. So that's what's happening here. But keeping an eye on California because they're they're the canary in the coal mine. They're perfectly. They're, Jerry Brown's going to be perfectly happy when the his Democrat legislature passes the last of these laws and they implement them. And anybody who's going to prosecute or make sure that's clean has been shut down. Kind of like we've done that 
in reverse here. We shut down the AG's office ages ago. And, <laughs> and we've pretty much refined uh, our uh, our election system to lying about what the laws and the, and the court cases mean. All right. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, a member of the Trump voter fraud panel is firing back at critics. Ed will have that story and oh, so much more. You are listening to the Dread at Large radio show. I'm Rich Gerard. Good morning.